Chapter 19 Non-Spoiler The Bastard of Istanbul by Elif Shafak In this chapter, we'll start by telling you what this book is about. We will give you an insight on Elif Shafak as an author and her unique style of writing. In addition to that, we will tell you why we think this book is a highly controversial, yet very amusing read. At the end, we'll also share our expectations going into reading and what our overall opinion is of The Bastard of Istanbul. My name is Nesma. Turn the page. Welcome to another chapter of Between the Pages. If this is your first time joining us, we welcome you. <laughs> we are your hosts. My name is Nesma. And I'm Hanin. Uh, we host this podcast together where we review and recommend books for you to read. We usually have a non-spoiler chapters for those of you who want a spoiler-free review of a book and spoiler chapters where we simply review the book down to every last detail. Today we have The Bastard of Istanbul by Elif Shafak. Yes, non-spoiler. Non-spoiler, yes. We're in so. the non-spoiler episode. <laughs> so the first thing we want to start off uh, by saying is the synopsis of the, of the book, just to get you a bit of going into the, the plot line or the idea of what this book is about. So the story talks about a character called Asya, who is the bastard uh, mm -hmm. of the story uh, it's mainly about her journey figuring out uh, who she who she wants to be or who she is living with her um, uh, what's mostly it women mostly women family, yeah. w women family her aunt her her aunts <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, her grandma her and her, her great grandmother mother. yes and her mother yeah and there are two opposing characters in the story. We have Asya and Armanush. I hope I'm saying her name right. <laughs> <laughs> they're not opposing, though. You mean... I mean, they could be... Uh, some people might say they're two protagonists, mm -hmm. you know? like They're the two main characters. Two main the, characters yeah. of the story. Yeah. Um, Armanush, who, who come has... from two opposing cultures. Yes, That's two opposing yeah. cultures, yes. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, so Armanush is also on a journey of figuring out who she is, or rather where she comes from and the history. And it's uh, they have like a common theme, uh, those two characters. Mm -hmm. Or actually maybe opposite themes, like Armanush or Armanush like I like to call her. Is it? Uh, okay, people, <laughs> let us know in the comments. Do you agree with me, Armanush? Or do you agree with Hanin Armanush? <laughs> okay, so Armanush wants her past to, like, tell her her identity. Yes. Okay. While Asia wants, like, to have no past and wants her present to, to tell to define, who she is. Yes. Or define her. Define yeah. her. Um, okay, other than uh, Asia and Armanush, we have Zaliha, who was Asia's mother, uh, Banu, uh, Sevriye, I'm hoping, I don't know how these <laughs> names are spelled. I'm sorry. Uh, Farida. Yes. Uh, who are uh, Asia's aunts. Um, plus her uncle Mustafa. Plus her uncle Mustafa. Who she never met. He was, he's in America. He lives in America. Yeah. 
Um, the background conflict in the story is uh, the genocide, which happened between the Turkish people and the Armenian people. Um, <laughs> okay, when uh, when the Ottoman Empire was ending and the new Turkish secular state, modern state, was rising, uh, they decided that they want the Armenians to be out of the country. So they sort of made a genocide. Yeah. And during that, a lot of Armenians died. A lot were separated from each other, which will be like, sprinkled all over the novel yeah. we would meet characters who were separated from their family and ones who have loved ones who died and how they connect with each other the turkish family and the armenian family and so story. it's very history oriented mm -hmm. some people even compare it to how uh, the nazis treated the jews mm -hmm. yeah. so they were like really um there was like always conflict between them yes um we found this quote um, while we were uh, researching about the genocide. It said, Indeed, in Turkey today, it remains a crime, insulting Turkishness, to even raise the issue of what happened to the Armenians. And this is basically what revolves around in the whole story of mm. the Bastard of What Istanbul. happens with Armanush, who, yes. who wants the Turks to acknowledge what happens and to even apologize for yes. it. Yes. And she comes from a half-Armenian family. Yes. Moving on to Mustafa's life. Mustafa, who is uh, Asiya's um, uncle. uncle. And Armanush's step father <laughs> <laughs> yes because he's married to another character who's called rose who's the mother of armanish and her ex-husband was armanish's father yes so he is a he has a storyline as well in the story uh he's pretty significant as well mm -hmm. he's is escaping a curse from the kazanki family um which is on his kazanki on his family. on his kazanki family which is the last name of asia asia mm -hmm. kazanki and um, this is basically the whole um, sum summarized plotline of the of the novel, I guess. Yeah. Plus, that definitely Armanosh will yes meet uh, the Kazanki family, family. Her yes in search of her in search identity. Of her identity the, yes. Facing the conflict of wanting the Turks to acknowledge what happened. And, yes. Yeah. So it's it's pretty sophisticated <laughs> and multi layered and. But make Very, no mistake, yeah. make no mistake. I know that if we summarize it this way, it might sound a little bit like boring or maybe it's not at all. It's not at all. <laughs> it's it's very intriguing. It's like twists and turns. It's very literature oriented mm -hmm. and it's very um, deep. It's for people who like to see um, things be happening between the lines, you know, yes. not just reading something for pure entertainment. And having many perspectives involved in yes. telling the story from different characters. Definitely. And I love how you can pick sides in this novel, you mm -hmm. know, like you have one person who has this point of view and another person who's contradicting this point of view with something else. And I feel like you can always find this uh, common ground and agreeing with one more than the other. Yeah. I feel like this novel is even a letter of apology from the Turks to the Armenian or something. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what Elif Shafak was trying to achieve. 
Yeah. Maybe indirectly apologizing to what happened to the Armenians. Yeah, through her characters and yes. like showing both sides yes. of the how, conflict. How they both suffer, not just the Armenians. Yes, you and, know? And, and how each one of them is clinging to something. And Yeah. Yeah. So I guess now that we have talked about the synopsis, sort of, we could go to the author. Yes. Who, who is brilliant, may I say. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the awards. <laughs> I mean, come on, Alicia Fogg, please. I would love to meet you in person someday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this novel should be taught in, sco- in schools in the future. It should. Oh, my God. It should be. It should be next to Shakespeare and Charles Dickens yeah. and all these other literary amazing works. Yes, because, because she was really, like, tackles very harsh topics and doesn't shy away from addressing real problems in the world so yes i mean so much so that even a lawsuit was held against her can you believe that (laughs) when you told me i was i know i I was where's the freedom of speech (laughs) i was so shocked when i read that it's like even written in uh wikipedia you just need to search the bastard of istanbul and you'll see that um if you go a little bit down you'll see it's written that there was a lawsuit against her merely for writing things or um things that she had heard from armenian women like yes. she interviewed armenian women and because... she herself experienced a conflict with the armenians yes growing up yeah the lawsuit it like blew my mind because i didn't expect this to happen but i think i can understand because there's a lot of sensitive topics that she she insulted the turkishness (laughs) (laughs) she did i think she did maybe merely because she addresses or raises the issue of what happened to the armenians (laughs) um people feel insulted by that i guess because they're i think it's historical it's something historical and a lot of people were affected by it so Mm -hmm. if people read this and they have a historical connection to what actually happened, not like us. We have no connection whatsoever. Yeah. Um, they we didn't even they study can, it in school. They can truly feel offended. It would we, it would be like if someone wrote about our revolution, for mm-hmm. example, and made it something else other than it was. Yeah, we would feel offended, wouldn't we? Yeah, I guess in a way, if you were passionate about that. And what what I love about her is that she writes about actual things in the world. Like, yes, and oh my her God. research is from act like with the uh, Armenian conflict. She, like you said, interviewed Armenian women. Yes. Uh, who talked about what happened through uh, the stories passed down by their families. And uh, you said that her other novel, The Architect's, the Architect's Apprentice, in comparison to The Bastard of Istanbul, is pretty similar in style because she is someone who really clings on to historical events Mm -hmm. and real people um she wrote in the architect's apprentice uh, about an architect who uh, is very famous who built uh the the famous mosques in istanbul um i think his name was architect sinan i think his name was i'm not pretty sure i'm Mm -hmm. sorry if i don't remember the names um but bottom but line is she bottom line is there is makes this stories about real people and real, real facts events. yes, yes and real, real facts. facts and adds fiction to it i mean of course yeah i should i would uh, this is something i would recommend people do is don't take it uh, too factual like don't think that this is what actually happened mm-hmm. but it is an insight into it yes because it's still fiction and of course we knew this from her interview on 
Penguin, the Penguin website? Yes, uh, there was a quote. Um, she, she mentioned that while I was writing this novel, I had a chance to talk many Armenian women. They opened the doors of their homes to me and I'm grateful to them for sharing their stories with me. And you know, when I, when I read this quote, it made me really sad because Mm -hmm. when I heard about in comparison to the lawsuit, I was like, why are people attacking her for doing something good? Mm -hmm. You know, she interviewed Armenian women who went through something so difficult and and dangerous you know and the author went on that journey despite having her first introduction to the armenians as a negative one in that same interview she said that uh, her mother was a diplomat and they were in spain and the armenian uh, terrorists were targeting uh, turkish diplomats at the time so even even though she went through that she decided to see the the whole story and go and see their point of view and she that, even yeah. said that she would never in in any case justify terrorism i remember that yeah. but she was still anger anger comes from something like pure anger is is a result of of something it doesn't just pop up from nowhere mm-hmm. and it's uh it's it's very um enlightening as well because i'm i'm thinking that even when she went on the journey of trying to interview these women i'm pretty sure that some of these women refused to talk about what happened I'm, yeah, I mean, there to were... talk, talk to what happened yes. with the Turk, you know? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I mean, she said to those women who opened their doors for me, you know, like mm. it, it means there were other women who refused to, maybe I'm just assuming. Even the story has a similarity to her uh, life, where she her grew personal up with, life, yeah. yes, where she grew up with the women as well. Her mm-hmm. father was absent and... Yes, quoting again from the from the interview she said i grew up without seeing my father and all my life he has been absent in that sense there are similarities also as a child i was surrounded by women grandmother aunts neighbors ordinary and sometimes ignorant but definitely strong-willed and beautiful souls they were all of those have been reflected in the book and indeed they were <laughs> yes like look at zali havenu severi and farid they're all a collection of all these women yes, she talked yes, about. Yes, yeah. And it's wonderful how she incorporated that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, one thing I'm taught at school, uh, in film school, is, like, when you write a script, write from something you have experienced and something you care about. Not Don't just, like, get a story out of the air. Like, write from something you experienced. So I guess she did that. And wow. Yeah, wonderfully, <laughs> <Yeah>. wonderfully. <laughs> And can we talk about her style of writing? I mean, this is one thing that kept us reading throughout the book. Like, even, like, at the beginning, we weren't we weren't sure about the book, but then we, yes. we kept on reading. It's like watching a film and not following the plot. You're just watching the scenery presented and the lighting <laughs> and the nature and yeah, the shots yeah. and the beauty of the visuals, you know? She has this way of words. Wow. It is amazing. You know, the... F- you just reminded me of how I felt first reading the book. I think um, the first chapter, the first two chapters, were like I was dipping my toe in cold mm-hmm. water. You know, yeah. it was like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this. This feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, like you just go in a cannonball into yeah. the water and then yeah. you just feel like you, oh my God, this is a huge world. And her her style of writing is so enveloping you know Mm -hmm. like you feel like you're getting a big hug (laughs) yeah it's so different from what we were used to reading the american and british style like yes they're so different she's so different from them and And it's so impressive yes to think that her first language is 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 Is, uh, uh, turkish Turkish, and her second language is english English. and she wrote this in english like 
wow, wow. this is some <laughs> level we should we should learn from her i am really impressed by this yeah her I style mean, of writing me, is amazing let me give you an example yes where's your phone hanin <laughs> there it is <laughs> All she knew was that she had, as usual, filled up half the tea glass with black brewed tea, poured hot water to the brim, and then, just when she was about to take a sip, heard a crack. The glass fractured from top to bottom in a zigzag, like an ominous rift appearing on the face of the earth from a violent earthquake. I mean, the picture she paints <laughs> is just brilliant. about a, a glass cracking. <laughs> I mean, there was a significance, of course, but it, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, there's a lot more. This is just yeah, like a sneak she uses peek a into lot of similarity and metaphorical uh, figure speech. And yes, we're trying not to spoil as much of the story because we still want you to have a raw experience of this novel because there's so much if we just address a little bit of the story we can spoil a lot in the novel because there are just so many mind-blowing things that happen in that story especially uh asia's and armanish's encounter uh where they start to uh, explore their identities and like this culture clash between the turks and the armenians and it's It's quite impressive what she's done with it. Yeah, while at the same time, both of them aren't having their full identity figured out, you know? Yes. All right. Let's get into the last thing for this episode, which is our expectations. How, what we were expecting going into this novel <laughs> and what did we receive? <laughs> so I guess I remember I was telling you this is going to be a long read and then three days later I'm finished in the book <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was how good it was okay I mean I was like we chose the novel because we like we found it intriguing that the bastard is a girl and usually the word bastards connotates with us a boy so mm -hmm. yeah we were definitely about did that. yes yeah and then we thought it's in Turkey so it's a Middle Eastern theme so they should like be more like us and we weren't <laughs> no and we were bummed by that but then we wanted like to read novels that we relate to more yeah yeah I think the the most important thing is if you're Muslim or from the Middle East Middle Eastern countries I think you should detach yourself completely don't try to identify yourself with the characters unless you find something that you can identify with mm -hmm. you know don't expect anything out of yeah. this book because there's so much in this book that we never thought would happen and it happened and we were like whoa this yeah. is so much bigger than just something we should relate to definitely as, and with each chapter you you you're building towards that you know yes it was amazing <laughs> so yeah even though in the very first chapter like i it didn't meet my expectation but i was like the writing took me in you know it's just gonna, mm -hmm. like you said enveloping it was yes like, i'm there you know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i guess one of like the most character i um, related to was uh, armanos she's a reader like all of us i think all of us relates to her <laughs> like her, her introduction was like she was uh, buying books and going on a date and like having everybody tell her not to talk about books on that date and like yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah but it was a great book it was amazing it was yeah. amazing it was like there were times where i was reading it and i was completely losing myself in the book you know yeah <laughs> 
Asia, I think, intrigued me the most because she was so... Um, she had so many mood swings. My mm. God, one day she was up and the next she was down. I was like, what is she going to do next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my expectations going into the book, I thought this book was going to be some kind of journey on which the bastard was going on and it's going to find who they are and mm. it's going to be, you know, like... This... Find their father and be reunited yes. and be a yes. family and like, yeah. Which is not a spoiler exactly. I mean... I guess, um, I don't know. I'm not sure if I should have said that. Hmm. Because I'm kind of spoiling something, aren't I? No, that okay. was your exp... Oh, no, this- no, it's not about that. You're not spoiling anything. Yeah, okay. Um, I was expecting a character who feels like an outcast in a place that she's living in and wants to know their heritage. But somehow, Alicia Falk managed to catch me of guard and turn the story into a very um, sensitive and, like, eye-opening story mm-hmm. a little, I guess. Um, uh, this brings me to, like, all I have to say is, basically, whatever you think this novel is about, you're not even close. <laughs> I you're assure not you. e- yeah. You're not even close. <laughs> even the synopsis doesn't give you a way of really what the story's about. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess pay attention to the title of the chapters. <laughs> a little yeah. hint. Hint. <laughs> a little hint, hint, hint. Wink, hint. wink. <laughs> but I guess, yes. It's uh, we like we went into this thinking it's a it's a heavy story, and it was. But mm-hmm. the writing carried you through it. And yes, yeah, it is definitely something. It, it is a wonderful experience. It's it's very rich, mm-hmm. powerful. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> if you, <laughs> I think we've said it all. Yes. <laughs> if you still don't want to read the Bastard of Istanbul, fine. Fine, I don't care. You're a loss. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I didn't just sit here for 20 minutes talking about this book. <laughs> for you not to read it. <laughs> Forget this ever happened. <laughs> All right. Well, so, I guess we meet you in the spoiler. In the spoiler chapter. Yeah. Where, when you have read the book. Which you hopefully will. <laughs> yeah. It's an experience. And education. (laughs) (laughs) It's both. It's a win-win. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We'll see you in the next chapter. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you for making it till the end of this chapter. We hope you will add The Bastard of Istanbul to your reading list. We assure you it's worth the read. If you have already read it or simply want to know more about the content, then head over to our spoiler chapter of this novel. For next chapter, we're picking up a historical fiction standalone novel, The Huntress by Kate Quinn. Actually, in the next couple of months, we're picking up standalones of different genres and we'll need your help in picking between some titles we have on our minds. Make sure to subscribe and follow our podcast on different platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Anremi, Spotify, and many others. We post every second Monday. My name is Hanin. Turn the page for the spoiler part.